This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Why do I have to start every day listening to Amy Daniels? Just puts me in a bad mood. Puts me in a good mood. Oh, does it? Oh, that's true. You, you're, you're kind of a suck-up, so that's... that's I am totally a suck-up. I mean, there's no question about it. There's no, going to get, no getting around it, but... You said but, something <clears> mean <throat> to me. When I did? When, when did I say Just something mean to you? Just two seconds ago, yeah. I know you don't want to be here, and I know you want to sleep in. Honestly, God, don't you get that, that... That's her body language, Rudy. I don't get that. No, don't get me wrong. I I think she wants to sleep in. I've been <laughs> slept think, in yeah, in like two baby. years. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Touchdown. Tommy. I feel like you want to. I feel like you want to be here. You just wish that it was a little bit later than the time that we. Wish started. it was an afternoon show. Rudy. <laughs> no. I want, I want a morning show in the afternoon. I hate I, you guys. I, I believe those were your exact words. I want to do a morning show in the, in the afternoon. afternoon. Yes. <laughs> oh no. I just like Noah, Tama. Sit and chat and whatever, and then I hear oh, you don't want to be here. Well, you're what? a disaster. Cause like my computer, I can't plug in. What do you mean, kabuck buck? What do you mean by uh. that? You are a complete and utter disaster. But I must tell you something. There's a balance in the universe. Okay, fine. What's what's Here's what's counterbalancing my a wholeness? Rudy and I are trying to get rid of you. Yep. So to balance that out. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Doug Spenthal last night. Dougie's got a new job, and I'm very, you know, Doug's a very good friend of mine. We, yeah. Over the years, I've known him for many, 14, 15 years, something like that. Yeah. But he's got a new job and all the rest of it. And Rudy, just turn your headphones off because you shouldn't have to even listen to this. I have to listen to it. Oh, Brittany's so wonderful on that show of yours, Tom. Oh, God. That's what Doug said? Yes. Thanks, Doug. I oh, needed that. Oh, God. Oh, I'm getting Brittany. attacked. And keep in mind, you guys. Mercilessly. I'm just left and right, shots fired, dodging left, dodging right. <laughs> and here we. Are you dodging? I'm do- barely. You're barely dodging? I can't keep a computer plugged in to save my life. I know. I, I, it's, we'll get it figured out. I promise we'll get it all figured out. It's, you know, the show's doing really well, though, I will tell you that. And I like being here. I just am a little subdued in the morning. Rudy, I love being here. <laughs> I was, like, singing this morning, and you were annoyed with me. Because I was trying to read a live commercial. For, like, a half second before you oh, even no. started. No, no, I no. went, do, 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 and you're you like, don't even all know. right, let's just lock it up. Up here, somebody's <laughs> trying to make some money. Is that is that my voice? All oh, right. Is that your impression of my voice? Is it? Oh, we really cannot. Good. Oh, Brittany's so wonderful on that show, Tom. You should listen to her. <laughs> oh God. I don't think you should listen to me. No, you didn't. I made that part up. <laughs> but, but I'm just here to tell you. I don't, yeah, you know, yeah, we'll do the best we can. Now that I'm 37, you guys are gonna have to start. Respecting me. Birthday girl yesterday. You're gonna have Can to you still be a birthday girl? Is that offensive now? Birthday girl? Oh, I don't know. Because there's a girl. Um, I'm fine with it. I can be a birthday girl. And birthdays last a week, so you know. Well, and it also doesn't flow out of the tongue when you go, happy birthday, birthday non-binary. Yeah. It doesn't really it quite doesn't flow work. out. So birthday girl still works. Wait, so you say happy birthday, birthday girl, because it sounds like it would be weird coming out of your mouth. Just like, yeah, that's true. Well, I can't say that to my daughter. Happy birthday, birthday girl. I, yeah, you know what? Now that I hear it out loud, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was that waiting is... for you to say birthday girl. Yeah, yeah, birthday girl, you're right. Never mind. Birthday it's... non-binary is much better. Much That's what better. I'm going with, yeah. Honest to God. <laughs> I need some advice from you guys. Oh, we give great advice. Because you both have, have younger daughters than I do. Yeah. 
We're doing the afternoon show yesterday, the podcast with the family. And the entire show, I'm looking up, because there's a big screen in front of me that shows everybody. There's, you know, Rudy's up there, Brittany's up there, I'm up there right now. And yeah. if people come in, they pop up there. I'm looking up at that screen, and the entire show, Alex is looking at her phone. What is that with you people? Do you want us to give you advice how to ground your 30-year-old? Yes. Yeah. 30? <laughs> Isn't she like 34? I, I just broadly put on 30. <laughs> broadly put it in there. But I'm like... The amazing part of that is, and I love my daughter, you know, I adore her. Yeah. These millennials don't even know they're doing it. Yeah. I'm very, very convinced that yeah. they have no idea that all they ever do is stare at their phone. It takes a conscious effort I bet. for me to put my phone elsewhere. See, mine's right there and it's going to sit there. I'm not looking yeah. at my phone on the air. The only time I use my phone here is to sign into our email because it's like this lock box crazy thing that you have to use a secondary device yeah but i can't i if i have my phone in my hand i'll start texting automatically i'll write people back i'll look at this i'll look at that so i can't have it like out looking at me because i will it is it's like i'm telling a you. muscle memory kind of it, it is you won't even know you're doing it no because she insisted no I, I look down at my screen it's like no your head's like this you're not looking down at the screen they they literally don't even know they're doing it that's kind of scary, don't you think? Do you want to take her screen time away? I think we should just fire her. Parental controls on <laughs> Alex's phone? At 34? <laughs> that'd be a good one, wouldn't it? I could really pull that off brilliantly. Oh, uh, well, what are you going to do? Well, this is a nice thing. Grandson. Uh, I never got to meet President Carter. I always kind of wanted to meet him. Maybe not. And again, I don't have an opinion. I think all presidents suck. You know, everybody go, you know who was a good president? Yeah, none of them. Was Carter a peanut farmer, or did I yeah. make that up? No, okay. he was. Yep, yeah, absolutely mm -hmm. was. But I understand from everybody that has ever met him, he's one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. And I always wanted to meet him, so I don't want to read this headline uh -oh. that says, grandson on Carter in hospice, he knows he's not in charge. Oh, that's... Yeah. You were once the most powerful man in the world, a powerful person in the world, and now you're not in charge at a hospice. But what is he, like 97? Yeah, he's up there. He yeah. is. But always a very pleasant guy. I, I, can, can we get back at getting pleasant guys in there? Women, men, pleasant people? What do you say? I like it. Pleasant is perfect. Might That's be time. <laughs> pleasant is perfect. Well, it is. It's, I agree with you 100% for once. Thank you. You know, I was... Uh, I was torturing Brittany on the, before the show. Always. Cause Always. Everything I was doing annoying him. I was too singy. I was too quiet. I was no, too no, good. no. I was talking about what I was listening to on the way in. Oh, well, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I, honest to God. Oh, that's rough. Well, as people know this is true, that I don't know if it's 99% or 99.9% .9 of people in radio and TV suck. How high do you think? Is it 99% or almost 100%? I think that we are, they're not... <clears throat> They're not our cup of tea. There's there's something, no, they're just th not. there's something weird going on, especially the national syndicated shows that try to make everybody yes. happy yes. and then make nobody happy. Those are not great. So I'm going to do my nationally syndicated morning radio show, Read of the Weather. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, because this is how they all sound. I was dialing around this morning. All right, I'm listening. It's time for the weather here at the Tom Bernard Morning Show. It's going to be cooler and breezy, partial sunshine, with an isolated shower. High today is going to be a 
a very nice 70 degrees. It's so bad. Partly to mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of... Who talks like that? I don't know. I have never... And the other thing is this deal, like when I was a cat man. So it's either in your nose or your throat. Yeah, that's right. It's, you can't talk yeah, normal. It's true. But I, I find it kind of entertaining in a way. It's like, Jesus, really? That's the deal? I got to start changing my voice. <clears throat> Why? I don't know. It just feels like that's like part of radio evolution. When you get the pukey deal going? I'm hey, gonna, Brittany, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be a sexy kitten. <laughs> oh, God, not another one. <laughs> not another sexy kitten, ladies I'm, and gentlemen. I'm innocent. <clears throat> Again, my impression of Doug Sprinthal. Oh, Brittany. Thanks, Doug. I Jesus needed it, man. Christ I was getting I, every, everywhere, <laughs> man. I get from Chris, now Rudy, now you, always you. But you started well, the trend. What, what do you mean, always me? Always you. I'm either to this, to that. Right in that morning one, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start just mirroring whatever you are and see if you like that. Okay, mirror this. You're <laughs> <laughs> that sister. What do you think of that action? I like coming in. Just not being here. She I likes to come in, but she doesn't like to what be What is here. even that? We just love to torture you. Do you know what I like about this job? What? Very I feel little. like I get to show up as myself. Yes. And I there's no pressure to look a certain way. No, there's no radio. This is not a radio show anyway. But I feel so comfortable. Like, it's Good. so funny because I'll literally, literally think, oh, I should put on something, this or that. And then I go, no, I'll just wear what I normally wear. Whatever you want to do. Ir- ironically, that's what Tom and I hate about this job is that you show up as yourself, <laughs> yeah. in the way you want. Yeah, yep. You horn tootin'. Oh, that was funny. You damn right. Yeah, That's I get the deal that. Right there. I feel that. Okay, let me get back to the weather forecast. Oh. And, you know. Okay, wait, but what was the high today? Because I was listening to the voice to more than the content. That's why I was going to get back to the... Uh, okay, you, you hadn't said it. I was just upset. No, I did say it. Okay. But you're just you're annoying. Okay, sorry. I was telling Doug last night, maybe she's okay, but she's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling that last, last night. I was telling him that. Uh, yeah, okay, so here's the forecast. Cooler and breezy, partial sunshine with an isolated shower, high of 70. Uh, tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny with a high of 73. Then Friday, sunny and 77. Saturday, sunny and 81. Woo. Sunday, sunny and 83. Beautiful weather coming up. Yes. So even today, I mean, 70 and sunny, what the hell? Nothing wrong with that. I thought of you last night. I almost, I, I almost sent you a screenshot. I was watching the twins, and I thought of you. I haven't even looked at the final score, but I know they lost. Yeah. That team sucks so badly right now. Okay, you may as well get started <laughs> right now with and those you know, sons of bitches. It was literally, I, God. my car had uh, announced it needed more oil. You know, I had the little, like, low oil. Oh, I got the same deal. I got to call in. Oh, so I ran over to a, a local place here in Eden Prairie, over in Eden Prairie, and I was like, you know what? I texted Justin. I said, I'm going to grab some... Miso soup and Ooh, I know and just uh, just have like a just just by myself kind of hang out and the twins were on and I thought you know I'll give this a I'll give this a old gander uh, and it was the last inning uh, it it was rough they're terrible right now and I'm sorry your bullpen sucks I mean, it's that bullpen is dreadfully bad I feel like I get what you guys are saying with the hitting. It just, yeah, there's they, no hitters. They strike like, out constantly now. Yeah. 
And I, look, I don't want to blame it on the manager, Rocco Baldelli, but it is time to step it up here, Rocco. Let's go. Our, our listeners don't mind attacking Rocco, and it's <laughs> yeah, don't, actually right. hilarious. And I have no dog of the fight. I couldn't recognize no. him with a two-man lineup. Seems but like a nice guy. See, yeah, but uh, it's pretty funny how passionate our listeners are. Their emails, they do not hold back. I'm a huge Twins fan. I love the Minnesota Twins. I will always love them, but I am getting so disgusted uh, this team is terrible right now. They started off very well. I thought, you know, in the preseason, spring training, they looked pretty good and went, hey, man, this is a team I could follow. They're getting worse instead of better. And that's what I don't understand. You know, right? I, I literally watched it because I thought, you know what? Let's, let's watch. And it was so rough. That last inning was so rough. I thought about you. I almost sent you a screenshot, and I thought, well, maybe he's just doing something he wants to do instead of watching right now, and I won't. That's exactly what I was doing. I was like, I won't throw him in this no. chaos right now. No, I, I literally start. Whenever the twins are, are doing really well or really poorly, I start receiving text messages from Judd Zolgad. <laughs> are you watching this crap? <laughs> he was all worked up last night. But, well, here you go. I did not know this, and now I'm even more pissed off. So I guess I better find out the night before, because now I'm really pissed off. You know, I feel like we've got Judd on. He can talk you through it, because I feel sure. bad for even bringing it up early. But I no? just I just did one time ever some homework, and uh, that you was rough. Do it. That was rough. We were at the game on Monday night. Ugh. A friend of mine from San Francisco's in town, big Giants fan, doesn't know much about the Twins division. And we got about through the sixth inning, and he looks at me and goes, this team's in first place? I know. I was like, I know. Trust I know. me, the division is that bad. That's how terrible it and is. And the division is that bad. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. The other divisions, they'd be eight, nine, ten games back. Oh, yeah. Bases, I didn't know this. Now I'm even more pissed off. Bases loaded walks, erase strong start for Twins. When are they going to stop with this bullpen? This bullpen is terrible. I'm going home. I, right? That's it. I'm heading back to the house, get some sleep. Put me in a medicated coma. I'm not kidding you. The, now is the time. This bullpen is horrendous. And a couple of them were really good last year. Like, Jax was good last year. This year, he can't find anything. He can't pull anything out of his ass this year. Oh, can't even find his asshole. He can did you just call me an asshole? Yeah. You can't find him. Tom Bernard. <laughs> I can't find Tom Bernard. Not on the dial. We're actually on an app. Yes, it's a different situation, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Uh, in any case, so let me get away from this. That I'm looking at the twins, and it's just pissing me off to no end, so i got to avert my eyes. Is what I we need to get a oh, blood God. pressure monitor in here. I'm not kidding you. There's, there's no reason for it. It's, they've done it week after week after week now for like the last three or four weeks. It's time to make some changes. Get the hell out. Yes. I mean, if that's the best you can do, go play in double A or something, right? Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. You horn tootin'. God, I just, I got to pop this up again. I, I just thought I saw something. Target had to pull some of their ads. Yeah, I saw that. Some, uh, so Pride Weekend Target goes... Uh, they throw a lot of things at the wall and see what sticks. And some of it's kind of hilarious and weird. Like, they always have mm-hmm. a review. I follow some people on TikTok that review uh, Pride Week uh, Target merch. And it's, un- like, you know, and they're always, he's usually this gay guy that's hilarious. He'll be like, 
Do I love this? I'm not sure. It's a little unhinged. They just literally throw anything on a t-shirt and try to make it work for Pride Weekend. Well, this doesn't sound too good, what they were doing here. Uh-oh, what did they I, have? I don't know what it is yet, because I just saw the headline, but... Target pulls some LGBTQ plus merchandise from stores ahead of June Pride Month after threats to workers. Oh. Um, they won't say which items they're removing. Uh, I'm just kind of going through this. It says, since introducing this year's collection, we've experienced threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work. Given these volatile circumstances, we are making adjustments to our plans including removing items that have been at the center of the most significant confrontational behavior. Well, but they don't... Oh, they didn't include this in the story. Apparently, there's some reference to... Um, I, I don't know. This isn't exactly what it is, and it's not in, I can't find it in here. But apparently, the reason everybody is so pissed off is not that it was LGBTQ+. It was something about... Uh, for those of you who are anti-trans, rest your head here. And it showed a picture of a guillotine. Oh, wow. Target, you, that feels a little strong. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little over the top, don't you think? Yeah. I kind of like it. I but don't it's know. Not, it's not in this story, but I got several. I, see, I didn't even know what those emails were about. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, that kind of cracks me up. Target, you have to keep in mind, Target has a mass. Um, they just throw, like I said, throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. It costs them barely any money to print out these shirts. I thought it, I think it's funny. I wouldn't even be mad if there was things that were against things I believe yeah. because it's so stupid. Yeah. You guys, you know, like when people put in their kitchen those stickers that say like, live, laugh, love. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. one of the shirts that they just pulled says, uh, live, laugh, lesbo. <laughs> Which I think is actually kind of funny. Great. That's yeah, cute. I don't. That's that's. It's not offending anyone. No, it's so. I mean, and I don't. I hope I see somebody wearing one. I can't commit to such a like a ridiculous shirt, but I love it. You like, know what? I, I am glad somebody else gets fun. Has fun with it. You know, what I really like about this world is what? that people have no memory whatsoever. Yeah. None. Right. Oh, they should do this, and you people do that. Where were all you people in the news business twenty years ago? When the KQ Morning Show brought not one but two trans people in studio, one man to woman, one woman to man, and asked them what this is all about. what This is 20 years ago now. Yeah. Right? Had a very nice, frank conversation with both of them. Had a wonderful day. Matter of fact, I think one of them wanted to date your boy here. But I'd said, I'm with Catherine. You know. But no, seriously, we, all of these things they talk about now, 20 years later, 37 years ago, yeah. we hired the first two black men to be on a morning show. Right? Yeah. An Asian woman. We put a woman on the morning show. We put trans people on the morning show. We did all this stuff. Where were you all then when we were, were talking about, hey, we need to address this and make everybody comfortable, which we did. We did a really nice job with that, I think. But where, were the, where the hell were you then? Right? I don't know. Did you call up and say, hey, man, this is great. Thank you. I learned a lot today. No, not one reporter, writer, TV, radio, whatever. Not one of you reached out. And now you can say things like, oh, you're a racist because you live in a white community. It's like, what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just ridiculous. The whole You're trying to make money off it, and that is the difference here. You know that's what this is about. This is not about trans people. It's not about racism. This is about me making money by claiming you're a racist and a transphobe. Well, also, the t-shirt biz, I don't know if you guys ever go on those websites where you can buy any 
anything on a t-shirt and they have just like crazy things. Like you can buy a baby t-shirt right. that's like, my dad's a dilf, you know? Mm -hmm. And they just throw everything. They've got no emotional attachment on anything. They've right. got things that are racist, things that are pro, uh, different, you know, like divert. It's just, you'll have two t-shirts right next to each other that could be insane. They nobody cares. They just want you to buy a T-shirt, right. and and so it is all about money. And, and they're it's not all it is. Target wants to make money off live, laugh, lesbo, and good but, for them. But you can't turn around and start calling people really bad names and wishing they'd be guillotined. Where the hell were you when it was positive? When we brought people into the spotlight yeah. to go, hey. This is something that we haven't talked about before. Where the hell were all of you then going, hey, that was a great show. You, I'm glad you did that. Honestly, if somebody had a shirt that even said, let's, I'm trying to think of something that would, I'm so, there's there's rarely something that gets my heart rate up. That was like, um, I don't, I don't even, like, oh, yeah, uh, recycling's dumb. Put your head on this guillotine. Or I wouldn't even care. None of it would get my heart rate well, up. I understand that, but what if you're going to be so negative, where were you when it was supposed to be positive? That's where live, laugh, les lesbo we, is. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Oh, okay. They want I you see. to both live, laugh, and lesbo. And lesbo it up. Why not? It would be very difficult for me to be a lesbian. Not impossible if you try hard enough. No, no. <laughs> work not, hard and work hard at it. You're into women. So you're already halfway well, I suppose being that's a lesbian. True. That's yeah, absolutely, absolutely true. Absolutely. Uh, when I did that speech on, on Monday night, yeah. I was talking to three 18-year-olds, and I said the number one thing that I would love to see from your generation, because you're going to have to start at 18 years old, you need to bring us all together again. This ripping people to shreds like they do every day in the national news has got to stop. Did you hear the latest? Oh, geez. I know we got to go in a second here. We should have gone earlier, but... There was a fist fight at Disney World. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see what it was about? Yeah. What was it about? They were going to take a family picture, and another family, one of the guys edged into the picture. So the guy politely said, would you mind just stepping out of the frame for one second? I want to take a family picture. And he goes, yeah, I'll step out of frame. Walks over and punches him in the face at Disney World. Yeah. It's the happiest place on earth. The happiest place on earth. Let them take a family photo. You got to no. find people in your life that know Photoshop. Right. When we went to Disney, yeah. I, I, I never asked anybody, hey, man, can you it. step out of the way because it was too much? And finally, every picture that we have that we printed off of Disney, there's nobody in it except for us because you got to find somebody in your life that's got some Photoshop skills that can get those people out of there. Because if not, you end up taking one of the grill while you're at Disney World. I just don't understand why you would punch somebody for asking you to move out yeah. of a frame. Is it really that busy there where you can't get a group photo? Oh, really? Yeah, it's very I, difficult. I'd be scared yeah. to send Rudy like, hey, Rudy, can you Photoshop this? Because God knows what he would secretly put in the back that's like, true that's true like mickey mouse with his mickey, pants Minnie down and in penis the corner yeah, yeah. it's true it's very very true <laughs> now we we have got to stop with this hatred that is being puked out by our big business people our politicians our news reporters you people are making money off of other people's misery and you need to shut the f up you yeah. really do yeah live laugh lesbo horn tootin yeah. Live last lesbo, baby. Baby. That's all I got to say. But yeah, I get punched because I asked you politely to move out of the picture frame. How do you... What? That guy's... If that guy's punching people for that, he's punching people for everything. Oh, you got that right. All right. Let me add a little punch to this commercial. Woo! Ah! What do you think of that segue? What I said segue. Segway. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. 
Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You will receive a set for as low as $29.98. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code TOM. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, you don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover, but part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, I've always said you can't count on two nice weekends in a row until mid-June in Minnesota. Well, once again... Right. What better time to lose weight like I'm doing with MNFatLoss.com? The program has been great for me. I've lost 20 pounds, and I've been on the program for exactly one month today. I'm not feeling hungry. I am feeling a lot healthier, and I've got plenty of energy. You know me. I'm not going to count points or eat prepackaged meals. Certainly no hypnosis is going to happen. I wouldn't follow a fat loss program that isn't safe. I've got to be around to do this podcast because my name's on the show. You know what I'm saying? I'm proving that you can lose 20 to 30 pounds in just a couple of months. Do yourself a favor and check out the program at mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing weight, and I do feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day, by the way. No exercise required. Schedule your free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I piss myself off, so it's an easy job. Did you just say you piss yourself? Off. Oh, okay. I put off in there. Yes, and I just pissed myself, too. <laughs> Me, too. Hey, you know, I tried to make it to the bathroom, but I didn't make it over I, there. I tried to do a jumping jack. Piss myself. Just kidding. <laughs> I get distracted by my own anger. Ooh, I do all every day, as a matter of fact. That's a good one. Get pissed off at the world every single day because everyone's insane. My mom said her favorite Target shirt is Duck, Duck, Gay, Duck. <laughs> well, yeah, Duck, Duck, Gay, Duck. Good shirt. I Once again, I, and look, Rudy, you know this. If you work in the voiceover business, you're going to work with a lot of gay people. Uh-huh. I mean, you just are. There's a lot of agents that are gay. Why would you care? I just, I've never understood that. What you do is none of my damn business. If you want to wear a shirt that says, I hate Brittany Arneson that you bought at Target, I'd say get some. Go and get it. Get it. They don't go on sale till June 1st. I already checked. Well, that's right. <laughs> You're waiting Any, on it. Just one more week to go, baby. <laughs> I, I, I pre-ordered. Your men's medium. <laughs> one more week to go. You know, this actually put me in a good mood today. Isn't that amazing? People being so extremely hateful and disgusting. It cracks me up. I'm sorry. I, I just yeah, don't take any of it mood. serious. I don't see any of you this can't. in my day-to-day life, and I honestly wonder sometimes even if it's real. Like, is there really somebody busting into Target going, I, who put this shirt here? What's with this shirt? I will not live, laugh, lesbo. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? That's the amazing thing. Live your life, let them live their lives. You get together, have a little dinner, or you don't. Who cares? Why is this rainbow here? Oh, Jesus. It just, but then on the other side, you got, and if you don't like it, we'll cut your head off. Boy, those are two pretty extreme sides, I I don't even think think it's real. I've been trying to find this guillotine shirt. It's um, gone. I'm just saying, I've been searching for this specific one. Who knows? It's like, if that was even a real thing, or if like, you remember when they... Are you calling my wife a liar? Is that what you're doing? Because she read me the story last night. Uh, first off, obviously I'm attacking your wife. Of obviously I'm coming you, after your wife. You that just... was the long con. I've been yeah, waiting yeah, exactly. 17 years to attack your wife. I want a politician or a newspaper person or a TV person calling right now. Where were you guys 20 years ago when we were trying to learn things, bringing people into the studio going, hey, let's get to know one another. Where were you then? Why weren't you praising that effort? Because you sure as hell love to run people into the ground when they go the other direction. Well, don't you think you should support it when they move in the right direction? But you didn't. Not one of you did. Is it just like a lack of hobbies? Like some people's hobbies are being outraged. And they must every day, they open their computer and go, "Ah." I'm really (laughs) pissed today now. (laughs) Oh, no. Like... It cracks me up. I can't pretend to care. No, let me give you an example. This is what life is supposed to be like. I'm sitting last night watching Murdoch Mysteries, which Catherine and I love. It's in 15 seasons, it's, and I think the 16th starts this fall. How it's many, a Canadian ep- show. How many eppies per season? Is it a lot? Uh, I think it's 15. Dang, that's, you got a lot okay. of show left. <laughs> we got a lot of shows left to watch. So we watch Murdoch Mysteries because we both love it. It was a great show and all the rest of it. 
and then it's time for me to go to bed. And as I said, Jude always sleeps in the chair right between Catherine and me. He has to be right between us or he's not happy, right? So I get up, kiss my wife, give her a hug, good night. And as I'm walking over to grab my stuff, put it away, and then walk back to the bedroom, I see Catherine sneaking up on Jude. Because <laughs> he's asleep. Well, he's not asleep, but he's got his back turned to her. Yeah. And she's like sneaking up on him. It was, it made my night. That's so sweet. He loves her to the, oh my God, he loves her. That's so sweet. It is unbelievable. See, that's, that's what I want to see in life. Yeah. Once you praise people for good, doing good things, or you're going to beat the piss out of them for doing bad things in your view. Yeah. And show a little love once in a while. What do you say? I think it's very sweet. Anthony, one of our listeners, uh, wrote in on the app, my son came home from college with a T-shirt that says, I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20, 20 bucks. bucks. That's yeah. the one down in Key West. Mm-hmm. That's the one I You've walked talked by. talked about, yeah, yeah. I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. I mean, I, I can apply that. that to anything, but I it's love funny. it. It's funny. I like the guys with the novelty t-shirts because you don't have to actually have a conversation with them to know that they're a good dude. Yeah. yeah. You already know immediately. You're like, you have a, a t-shirt. Like, my uncle had a t-shirt, and it just had two pigs, and it was like 30 different positions that the pigs were having sex in. And they were just little cartoon pigs. And I'm like, I like a guy who wears a shirt like that. A pig shirt. Yeah, just I know a guy like that's going to be a good time. It might have a mustard stain on it, and yes, he smells like Bud Light, but hey, man, mm-hmm. he's going to be a fun time. Uh, I always wonder, too, like what dictates some a joke like this, you know, 20 bucks is 20 bucks is like, that could have been just a verbal joke you liked. And then when you commit it to a T-shirt, when you commit it then to a bumper sticker, or when you think it's so good you get like a tattoo of something. So yeah. it's the evolution of what you think is, what, how you want to memorialize a joke is just like an ongoing ramp. Mm-hmm. Why don't we look for humor like that, like you guys just did? Um, we look to be happy, why don't we look to cooperate instead of making money off of causing even more anger and hatred? You people are disgusting who do that. You really are disgusting human beings making money off of other people's misery that you caused in the first place. There you go. So shut up and get the hell away from my family. That's all I'm telling you. You're you're not this 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 speech you're giving is going out to our listeners and they're not like this. So you horned our listeners are not like that at all. I know. So one world, baby. We solved it. That's all we're saying. And why'd you use the word dictate? I don't even remember using it. You did. I, I, one of I my feel favorite, like it was right. One of my favorite lines in a movie. Oh, tell me. Guy walks up to another guy. A couple of urban gentlemen walk. Guy walks up to the other guy. Goes, "Hey, man, did you go to high school?" He goes, "Yeah, I went to high school." Did you graduate? Yeah. He goes, "Well, let me. I'm gonna throw a word at you." And use it in a sentence. I'm going to test your intellect. The guy goes, okay. He goes, uh, use the word dictate. Okay. Hey, Tim, how am I dictate? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's phenomenal. <laughs> See, now that that's, is a very inner city urban joke. It's hilarious. We almost, I love it. That might be bumper sticker worthy. I might I, skip the T-shirt, go to the bumper sticker. I, How am I dictate? Yeah. You can get that tattoo right next to Live Laugh Lesbo. Yeah. There so. you go. Live, yeah, right. It's mm-hmm. One arm that and the other arm, how am I dictate? I've been 37 years on this planet, and I haven't listened to a joke that I've decided to put a tattoo until this moment. Today's the day. Today's the day. It's going to be big. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome the lovely and talented... What's her name again? It's KB something, KB1, is it KB2? It's, it's KB2. KB2. 
Oh. How are you, sister? Hang on, we got to turn time off real quick. Got it. Well, she does there every morning. So. Ooh, look, I'm blue boy. I didn't even realize this shirt was this bright blue. I'm blue boy. You got the blue and you got the purple. Purple. KB2's got the purple. You two guys are both in black, so there's a nice balance. Rest in peace. Kristen Burt, how are you today? Doing great. How's everyone? Well, we're just talking about how in the media, and you know this, that people could bring us all together. And there's no money in that. So they don't do that. They tear us apart because they make a lot of money by doing of that. I just, like I said, could you once in a while in a newspaper or on the National News praise someone for doing something that's actually nice instead of something that you gain from and therefore it's nice? What do you think? They want the drama. The drama is what brings the ratings, and ratings brings the money. Why can't people tune I want to tune in and say, hey, look how nice this person is. That would be great. There are some social media accounts that only <laughs> report on, like, good news, but you have to kind of search them out to find them. <laughs> Got to dig deep to find them. You do. You I do. Guess. But I, 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 I like all the, like, animals, like all the kitty and puppy feed videos. Those are perfect. Keeps me in a nice little happy bubble. Yeah. How am I going to be crabby? I, at home last night, I'm, talk, I'm hanging out with my wife, having a great time watching a show. I talked to Bob Sansford on the phone, Doug Sprinthel on the phone. I talked about... I'm, I was in a great mood when I went to bed. Find better friends that make you happy. Right? That's right. That's all you need to do. Try to be happy. Go out of your way to try to be happy. Just one day, see how it works. You gotta hang out with a good gang, you know? I couldn't agree more. There's no question about it. So what's the latest in your world? Latest in my world. Uh, everyone is cracking down. You got Netflix. Anyone sharing their password? Because that's going away Oh, right yeah, now. that's right. Yeah, they're all looking to make money at this point. So yeah. um, you have to be able to, uh, everyone has to be in your household in order to share your password. Otherwise, you can add it per month, per person, $7.99. So you can't share it with your children at college anymore? No, you cannot. Oh, you have to be in the same household. So you know what happened here? That other people abused it and therefore they had to take it away. Well, they used Jesus. to joke about it. It used to be a part of their ad campaign, like joking right. about sharing passwords. They were, they knew it was an open secret. They thought it was funny. Right. Now we're at a point where they're like, we're trying to generate cash here, and they are looking for people to subscribe. And you know, they've right. done it already in other countries. They initially saw some fallout where people were like, oh, that's going to be too expensive, and they would just drop it because they right. don't want to add that extra person for seven ninety nine a month. Uh, but what they found is that. Subsequently, people missed their shows, and they'd come back, and they would subscribe, and they would get new subscribers oh, of sure. yeah. people that were obviously siphoning off someone else's password. You know what Catherine told me a couple of weeks ago? She's scrolling through all the stuff on the streaming grid, mm -hmm. and she said, Tom, how is it possible that we have more websites, streaming websites, on our screen than even exist? <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? She had... We subscribe to like a hundred things. What are we? What are you doing? I said it's not a hundred. Then I started counting, and it was a lot. But you know, I don't think it's there are any left that we're not a member of. Mm -hmm. So I better back off. Also, the sharing of the password for like Netflix—that's how I knew I was in a committed relationship. No, yeah, that's right. Uh, I felt true. I felt good enough to be able to give my. Pa and then one day I realized, I'm like, go. why am I dating broke girls all the time? Like, well, maybe. Yeah, should, why are you? Maybe I should find a girl with a nine to five. Got her own money. Oh, I love Rudy, it. Rudy, now you have to make a real commitment and pay seven ninety nine for them a month. Ugh. 
<laughs> I pay enough bucks already. It's only a hundred dollars a year, you know. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What you can do is you can refer everyone to Fast TV, which is where yeah. a lot of the networks are putting the money. Yep. People don't know what Fast TV. It's free ad supported television, and uh, it's it's your you know Tubies and your Plutos and your freebies, right. which we've talked right. a lot about. But they are now you're seeing things like um, Tubi. And Pluto generating enough ratings that Nielsen is starting to track their viewing minutes. Oh. And like we've seen with Freebie, because we've, we've spent a lot of time talking about jury duty here. We're going to start seeing a lot of original programming on Fast TV, which I think is going to be interesting because it's, it's so weird that we have circled back around to basically your broadcast channels. But these are streaming channels, but they're ad supported. And so... What's going to happen with the broadcast networks? That's my real question, because right. if they're dumping money into fast TV, and a lot of these are owned by like Paramount, uh-huh. Comcast, and um, Fox, you know, Fox owns Tubi. So they're going to have to figure out like where they're investing their dollars, where the money's going, because once this original programming really gets going, it's probably game over for broadcast eventually. Yeah, it's not looking good. Look, broadcast TV and broadcast radio are both going away in the next few years. They just are. There's way too much debt, and they cannot keep up with it. There's no doubt. Yeah, and what's going to happen? Like, I'm so curious. Like, who's going to be the first like major company to say, "Hey, this is going away." Like this channel is going away that you've grown up with that you've known for for so long for decades right. that's gonna because i think that's gonna start the free fall and i think everyone's gonna play chicken to be the first person to pull the trigger did you tell us yesterday that that showtime is moving to paramount plus yes how did so that as, happen um well this is exactly it we're starting oh, okay. to see um, a lot of people where, where they're like we can't sustain just this channel we need to start merging these channels um the companies, you know, are looking at okay. this overall going, hey, we can't individually just dump money into Showtime. Showtime kind of got eclipsed by Netflix, HBO, and yeah. everything that was happening. Yep. So they said, we're going to take the properties that we have at Showtime, Yellow Jackets probably being one of their biggest properties mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. and merging it with Paramount Plus, And that will be happening beginning June 27th. So that's when you'll start seeing everything merge. Um, yesterday, we saw HBO Max just become Max. Yeah, um, but that right. also involved yeah. a, a merge with Dis- Discovery Plus. So right. you'll notice a lot more unscripted programming now on your Max subscription. So th- this is the big shuffle and this is the big reorganization because everyone's trying to figure out how to make this business model work. See, I mean, you take series out, like I love The Sopranos and there are these other series I love, but I right now think television's never been better. It's phenomenal right now. Really good programming. Well, and there's there's something for everyone. I think that that's the great thing about mm-hmm. it. And I do love the fact that these fast channels are bringing original programming and offering, you, know, you can watch 24-7 of 90210 or Fantasy Island or whatever the heck you want to watch. Um, but I, I think it's bringing, it's bringing classic television together with new television. Yeah. And yep. once we start seeing, and I'll tell you, the, the success of Jury Duty, and I was an early adopter to this one because I'm like, everyone has to watch this. The success of Amazon's freebie with this particular show is really going to start getting the ball rolling and a lot of shows greenlit. And I'm excited about it because it was something different. You know, mm-hmm. it might not be for everyone in terms of an unscripted programming, um, but I love the improv aspect of it. I love what it brought. It's a good feeling TV show. And so... Hopefully we will see more of that in the future. 
I did. This could be great. Like I said, I didn't see this streaming television being as good as it is. Uh, there must be a lot of money to be made because they're spending a hell of a lot of money producing these shows, right? And awards. Like, that's the yeah, other thing. Everyone yeah. wants bragging rights at the Emmys. And we've got several categories. I mean, we'll be talking about it this summer when nominations come out. But there's a lot of categories, like female comedy. Like, this has become... They weren't getting showcased like they were on Broadcast Network, but hey, you can come to, you know, Netflix or you can come to Peacock and you're going to find an incredible piece of work that highlights your comedic skills that you were never able to do in other, you know, genres being like just the classic sitcom that you saw. So and I think that's that's the great thing about it. You know, there's the dramedy now in which everyone's trying to argue, like, is it a drama? Is it a comedy? And you have to decide what category to get nominated in. But I think that there's just so many more opportunities now, too. Yeah, I think that's probably true. I, like I said, I, I, I really enjoy it. I sit there with Catherine. We don't spend a lot of time. Oh, like last, last night, you talked about uh, HBO Max becoming Max, right? Other mm-hmm. things happened yesterday, too. And I said, Catherine, uh, you want to watch uh, John Wick 4? And she said, "What? you mean the movie? And I said, yeah. She said, it's quarter after eight. That movie's three hours long. You want to go to bed at 11.30, do you? What a good idea, Tom. I went, yeah, well, probably not. That movie is almost three hours long. Three hours of massacre. My husband and I, Bill and I, always have that argument, too. We're sitting there, and he'll be like, do you want to start a movie? I'm like, it's 9.30. I get up at 4.45. What are you talking about? I'm like, if That's you want it. to negotiate this on a Saturday starting at, like, 5 p.m., fabulous. But <laughs> That's what we'll probably do is we'll watch it at 5 o'clock on a Saturday or Sunday. That's exactly what we'll do. It's true. It's hilarious. Any other so big well. things popping up? Well, you know, I know it was Brittany's birthday. Happy birthday, Britt. Oh, Brittany's Thank birthday. Thank you. I am now. The perfect gift for Tom to buy you. It is the Princess Leia outfit. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's what I want. Star yes. Wars. Mm-hmm. You can use pink buns. It's only going to cost somewhere between $1 and $2 million when it goes up for auction. Sure. Um, from the prop store, great, great um, it idea. goes up late June, so you might have to wait. But I think <clears throat> it would be perfect. Yeah, do you think Justin would fit in it, though? He could. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> That's my kink. My kink? <laughs> I love it. Thanks. Boy, look at the guy. Like, the bat pod that um, Christian Bale used. They have a ton of props. It's just amazing to see how much these costumes and props from movie sets go for. Isn't that amazing? I couldn't give a rat's ass about, look, Marlon Brando once wore this hat. Who cares? <laughs> so what? I yeah, know. I mean, I guess if it was like your favorite show, but investing like a million to two million dollars, unless it's like a, a museum, I get that. Um, but like, what do you do if you own the Princess Leia dress? Yeah. You hang and on. And two million dollars on it. You hang on to it and you sell it for $3 million yeah, four years probably. from now is what you do. Because there's a guy that we all used to work with. His name was JP. Do you guys remember JP? Yeah. JP the radio slave. And he worked down this hallway at Drive 105. And JP, there's an actual picture of JP standing on a coffee table with a 40 ounce in his hand and a blunt. And he is wearing the Pope's robe. The actual, well. the actual Pope's robe. And I'm like, 
what the hell are you doing with the Pope's robe? And he goes, I bought it for $150,000, and it sat in a closet. We had it, you know, like, they took out all the compression, they put it in the bag and then sucked the air yeah, out of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sat in there for about nine months, and then I turned around and sold it for about 225000 nine months later. I'm like, that's a hell of an investment you made. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. So that's what you do with stuff like that. You got to be careful because as somebody who invested young, I was very young and learned a hard lesson that my Beanie Babies did not pay oh, off. Oh, Beanie Babies. What a disaster. I really, yeah. Speaking of kinks, I know. I, I, I got the Princess Diana one, though. If you have the Princess Diana Beanie Baby, I think it's the one that still holds its value. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you can buy them still for like 20 bucks. Oh, Even the Princess I think that was the purple, wasn't that the purple one? Yeah, with the little flower, yeah. And then I had, I thought, oh, my pristine one was, for some reason I thought was like the little Irish bear. I had a little green bear. And I treated that thing better than I treated anything in my life. And now my baby gnaws on all of them because they're all <laughs> worthless. Oh, it's like negative. the cabbage patch craze that happened oh, in yeah. the 80s. People, you know, they kept them in a box and I don't know if they're worth anything now. A little sad tale for you. I won't say where it was. It was a drugstore, but I won't say what city it was in or what the drugstore was. Well, this is many years ago now, obviously. But I walk in, and I walk up to the counter, and there's a pile of Beanie Babies. This is many years ago. Uh, there's a pile of Beanie Babies about four and a half, five feet deep. I mean, there must have been a thousand Beanie Babies. And this was right after we found out nobody wanted them. <laughs> so I walk up. And I didn't even say anything. I looked at the pile of Beanie Babies, and the guy at the cash register goes, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Did we make a bad investment there, Ooh. sir? So I'm finding Princess Die anywhere from $15 to there are some sitting here on eBay that are really going for it. Uh, they're trying for 49000 Sure. Absolutely. But there are quite a bit of used ones for thirty, fifteen dollars, uh, thirty-five. Wouldn't they lose money on that? Because didn't they buy them for like seven bucks twenty-five years ago? Yeah, I mean. So they ended up losing money actually. Sure. On the deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my uh, my old man. Even though I I see him once every decade. He stopped by for a Christmas like probably six years ago and had went to like a thrift store and bought everything for like a dollar for gifts, which is fine. Oh, Whatever, man. Right, I get it. You're an alcoholic. Right. You're poor. Fine. Whatever. I don't even need a gift. It's great. But he bought me a Precious Moments like Harvest Fall collection. Do you guys remember Precious Moments? <laughs> no. From the Hallmark store. Yeah, from the Hallmark store. And it was the full set. And my brother-in-law looked it up. He's like, dude, you can get like 150 bucks for this thing off eBay. And sure as shit, I threw it up. And like $175 later, I pocketed all that money. Dang. Yeah, absolutely. What did you buy for yourself for Christmas? Uh, I don't know. A new dad? It was negative. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the big problem. His, his, his father took a huge hit on that. Let's not even talk about it. <laughs> yes. he's, he's never battled back financially since then. <laughs> yeah, I bet not. This is the second time this week precious moments have come up in a conversation for That's me. That's right. And I was playing tennis with somebody and she goes, we were talking about kind of husbands and having to like set the tone early with presents. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, my husband got in his head that I like you know, because his sisters like precious moments that I was going to like precious moments. And it was like, took me about three years to finally say... I'm not a precious moment person. If you buy another one in this house, like, I will lose my, you know, shit. And so it's so funny that now she had said it early, and now he won't even look at any of those knickknacks for her. Mm -hmm. But, like, 
It is. It, you either are a knickknack person or you are not. And no, I suppose that's true, yes. Yeah. My mother was. Was she? She had a, an angel collection. Aww. And in her angel collection. Now, you have to remember, my mother was a, was a not a hard left Democrat, but she was a big time Democrat. Yeah. But it will show you how even keel she was. Which, of course, she taught me to be very even. Obviously. Obviously, just a given. (laughs) She had a bunch, she had like a hundred little angel statues. And right in the middle of the angel statues, there were two other statues. One was Tim Pawlenty, who was a Republican governor. She's an ardent Democrat, but she just loved the guy anyway. And Louis Anderson's little statue. Because Louis spent, God, every time he came to town, those two spent all his time to, oh my God, those two together. It was unbelievable. That's so fun. Very sweet. They're probably hanging out together right now. Okay, I want, yeah, they probably are, you're right. I want to read you just a headline. I've not read this story. I just want to read, before you go, Kristen Burt, I want to read this headline. You ready? Cops, man who tried to kill rescue workers, was living with his mother's corpse. That's the headline. Mm-hmm. Like, holy that's a That was a hell of a long way to go, don't you think? Oh. Jesus. So a lot of information as to what was going on in his personal life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting to find out what the hell he was doing. I loved my mother. I adored my mother. I don't want to put my arm around her corpse. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we had a situation like this happen not too far from where really? I lived. And when they arrested the guy, his mother had been passed for like six years. Oh. And she was in a freezer. She was in a giant oh, freezer. Sure. Yeah. And he got into an argument with some kids out on the lawn. And then for whatever reason, it I don't know how it escalated, but it turned into a standoff. And, I remember this story. And the guy, when he was arrested, he because they had let him out on bail, I believe. And then he had a, an interim of like three days. And there was a reporter who found him because they... During that time, they had taken the mom's body. They flew it down to Madison. They had to thaw out this giant freezer of this woman and then bury her. And the guy was standing at a a, a cemetery, and somebody had walked up and was like, why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? And he goes, I'm not crazy. I'm not a crazy person. We just... We have no money. And my mom was getting oh, a social security oh, check. Oh, and I, that's how I was living. Do you think I wanted to put my mom in a freezer? Absolutely not. I had to pretend to people that we knew that my mom was still alive for six years. Do you think I wanted to? Like, I can't hold a job because he had a disability. And that is, so when you hear stories like this, you're like, what a psycho. And then you read the whole story and go, okay, now I kind of feel bad for the guy. No, sorry. You don't no? keep a corpse in your freezer no matter what happens. I don't know, but I don't know. Did we ever meet his mom? Was she kind of a bitch? Well, maybe. that's a good point. Right? That's a yeah. good point. <laughs> I like how Rudy gets to the. Oh, I mean, I like pain in the ass. Yeah. That my mother I, was. I like that little journey we went on. <laughs> See, I loved my mother, but I don't want to like hang out with her when she's dead. Yeah. No thanks. I'm no. good. I don't need it. KB two. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. <laughs> a lot of people, I'm sure. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we'll start a list. We'll start a list and have it running. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it going. I am, I am going to start a list of like TV shows when I start recommending them that t- uh, Tom watches like one episode and then quits. Yeah, yes. <laughs> all of that. them? Yeah. You mean all of them? <laughs> no, TV yeah. is really good right now. I do love I love television shows. I really do. Nice. I just want to hear you like, I completed a full season or I completed an entire series. I could do that. I did with the Sopranos when they were on. I was thinking Sopranos just now. Like I was, I was like, I bet you he finished Sopranos. I finished Sopranos, absolutely I did. 
We need to find another series that you can finish from be- or well, start. Did you watch finish. Sopranos in real time, like when it was yeah. coming out? Yep. Oh, I bet that was so fun. I bet you everyone was watching that. Okay, we'll close with this. Sunday nights can't... on HBO were a thing. They were. Oh God, yes. They were a thing. Sex in the City was also on that night, so it was a thing. So Catherine and I invite uh, Louis Nanny and Francine Nanny to our house for dinner. Louis Nanny's a legendary hockey player, businessman, all the rest of it. Big name in hockey and across the United States and. Just he just is, so they came over. Nice Italian family. It's Sunday night, so we're going to watch The Sopranos on HBO. And our kitchen at that time had one of those counters where you could look over it, and there'd be a little TV room, you know, kind of the like combination yeah. kitchen TV room kind like of deal. An open concept. A yeah, little bit. right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're watching this show, and Catherine's cooking, and I can see her wincing once in a while because things got a little weird on the show. She goes, right as the TV show ends, she goes, all right, listen, you mother effers, the effing food's done, bitches. <laughs> remember, all they ever did on The Sopranos is drop the F-bomb. They had like 8,000 F-bombs per episode. It was, But hearing Catherine say that was really funny. That is funny. All right, my dear, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Have Thanks, a good buddy. one, you guys. KB2, ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt. We have to take a break. I love the fact when that, that whole first hour runs over because it means the show's going to fly by. Yes. Should I like it when the show flies by? I think it's an indication that it was fun anyway. I wouldn't know because I guess I don't want to be here is the narrative well, we're pushing today. I agree with Rudy that you're just a pain in the ass. All right. I'll remember this. I think I remember him. When I become that. a big time something, I'll <laughs> When I'm a big this. shot. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know I've always said you can't count on two nice weekends in a row until mid-June in Minnesota. Well, once again, I might be right. Yes, I am. Uh, what better time to lose weight like I'm doing with mnfatloss.com. The program has been great for me. I've lost 23 pounds, and I've been on the program for a little over a month now. I am not feeling hungry. I am feeling healthier. Look at this. Look at all this shirt's too big for me. Now. Look at that. Big I am feeling healthier. i got plenty of energy. I wouldn't follow a fat loss program that is not safe. I've got to be around to do this podcast. I'm proving that you can, if you lose 20 to 30 pounds in just a couple of months, do yourself a favor. Check out the program at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing weight. I do feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just uh, three, uh, just eight weeks, excuse me, and I was just thinking I've already lost 23 pounds, so, you know. Uh, anyway, just like I'm doing, just do what I'm doing. Just do what they tell you to do. That's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required to schedule your free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. That is mnfatloss.com. Be sure to tell them Tom Barnard sent you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover, but part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. 
Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, don't, really? You've got two drinks and one's a, like a 55-gallon drum. Really? <laughs> and what I wonder the? why I pee five times in this show. No, no, I have to pee. Way to go. Way to bring it up. Ladies and gentlemen, quickly looking at the weather here. Cooler and breezy today. Partial sunshine with an isolated shower, maybe. But a high of 70, so it's, if they want to call 70 cooler, works for me. Partly to mostly sunny with a high of 73. Tomorrow on Friday, mostly sunny, warmer with 77 the high. Saturday, mostly sunny, 81. Sunday, mostly sunny, 83. Right now, it is partly cloudy. It is 60 degrees as we speak. And now we just move forward with the news, don't we? We just keep delivering the news. Is there anything good to talk about? Yeah, I found some good stories. Um, what was the thing I wanted to tell you about? Oh, uh, go to Tom's new stories. There's, are you having a three-quarter life crisis? Three-quarter life? Yeah. All right. Okay, where is that? Um, it's, we need to discuss. Where is it? Great audio. Where is it? We need to discuss, it says. We need to discuss. I don't see that anywhere on here. It's in the purple. Okay. Are you having a three? I don't. Oh, I thought that was the name of the title we need to discuss. Are you having a three-quarter life crisis? Yes, sir. So this is a psychological problem, is it? No, I just thought it was interesting because they're putting no, that mean, at like... you have a psychological oh, problem. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, that's the main okay. problem. What were they, is there, they were saying what? Uh, I mean, I, I, want, I just saw the ages that they were putting it. You fall into that age, and I, we could discuss if you think you're having one. Okay, seven signs you might be having a three-quarter life crisis. Between the early 60s and mid-70s, some people may experience a developmental uh, tra life transition. This transition can bring some strong feelings of regret, resentment, disillusionment, and grief. Uh, embracing change, adopting a growth mindset, and connecting with others can help navigate this period. I don't understand this at all. Side note, growth mindset is absolutely triggering to anybody in the workplace right now because mm -hmm. I hear my husband say growth mindset all the time. Oh, really? Yes. Like, it's important to have a growth mindset. So, in your life, at your work, and in everything, a growth mindset? Yeah, I guess. We're supposed to be growing at all times, which sounds exhausting. Probably is. The midlife crisis, which can occur between the uh, late uh, 30s and mid-50s, 
So that's both of you. Yep, we're currently doing panicking. All right, it is well-researched, though not universally agreed upon. There is also anecdotal evidence of a quarter-life crisis facing some, someone in their 20, uh, mid-20s, early 30s. Now with the U.S. population over 65, projected to increase 50% in the next 15 years. Holy God, I didn't know that. Yeah. And with over 60 becoming the fastest-growing age group worldwide, attention is being paid to whether a three-quarter-life crisis awaits some of us as we reach out... Uh, reach our early 60s into our mid-70s. Well, what, what is causing... The, okay, you're going to find this out right yeah. here. The concepts of these three crises, or transitions, as many researchers prefer to term them, draw from stage theories of adult development of Erickson, Levinson, and others. Yeah, they're just giving people credit. I hate giving people credit. Let's just move on. <laughs> you say, give credit where it never... Where it's never due. Uh, life transitions can arrive without warning and feel unnerving for some. Reaching the three-quarter mark of life expectancy can be associated with increased distress. For example, one two, uh, 2020 survey of more than 5,000 Australians found that a third had expe- experienced a three-quarter life transition. What, they started drinking even more? Thank you very much. There you go. Do people, a lot of your friends, when you guys go out, they drink a lot or no? No. No. No, not anymore. Yeah. Well, like I said, 95% of my friends are dead. Starting when I was seven years old, so there oh. go. they reported feeling remorse, boredom, discouragement, and they questioned their legacies. This transition may feel like a crisis when it includes. Now, here's the important part. Okay. Uh, when it includes pervasive feelings of pessimism about the future. Well, how could you not right now? Everybody's a flaming asshole. Have you felt pessimistic about the future your whole life or currently? Yes. Okay. Well, then it's on trend for you. That's We have to keep in mind baselines. Well, it started when I was about five, so it's yes. been a while. So we're going to count that as, okay, so you are, you lean pessimistic. One, one thing I do not lean is apathetic, though. No. I am not apathetic in the least. I, I do, and I don't know why, but I do care about everything. I know things are not going well for me when I lean apathetic. I mean, I'm already somebody yeah. who's kind of like, but when I when things that I used to care about, I don't anymore. Regret. I have a couple of things to regret. I trusted people. That's my biggest regret. Isn't that sad? That my biggest regret in life is I trusted some people. And you st- but you know what, though? It's weird because I always have that thought of, like, you have had people completely take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. But you still trust people. Mm-hmm. See, Tom, that's why you need a safe word. I really do. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Like, F off. That'd be a good one for me. You could use that. I mean, Omaha, Nebraska, oh, yes, banana. Omaha. These all work. Yeah, spider, yeah. anything. Yeah. Be good. Spider. Resentment, irritability, or bitterness. Uh, well, bitter. No, I'm not bitter at all. Resentment. It's not a resentment. It's a regret. The one regret I do have is that I was foolish enough to trust people. I mean, these were really good friends of mine, and they still screwed me. But if you went back in time, would you have done it differently? Absolutely. And going forward, do you do things differently? Oh, no doubt about it. Never again. But the thing is, I I also have to call you a liar because you still... I have to call you a liar, Tom. You are somebody who still seeks out that trust or seeks out that connection yeah, because just true. the other day you handed me your credit card which weighed a weird amount of weight um but <laughs> why there's a zero balance on it shouldn't weigh that uh, much he handed it to me and i was like why is this so heavy um, it's made of metal yeah. yeah it was wild uh but i thought to myself and i you know i i i'm really cognizant going like okay i'm making sure you see that i'm not saving this on my computer whatever but like you still trust people. Like, I 
I could, try. I know. So but I don't I knew know. You, I knew you would never screw no. people out of anything. I, but I'm sure you felt the same way about the people that did that That's, to you. It is true. So in conclusion, I'm after you. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about that is these were professional people and Every one of them, I was already paying them something anyway. That's so sad. See, I was already giving them money, but that wasn't enough. They had to steal more. And it's just, and it's somehow I'm lucky because I succeeded. Well, yes, there's a little luck, but I also busted my ass. Unlike you, you lazy bastard, sitting around the house doing nothing. Yeah. Worthless pieces. <laughs> but no bitterness, by the way. No, we there's like to no quote, bitterness. There's no bitterness, no bitterness there at, all. at all. None at in all. In his quarter life crisis. Well, look at it. Okay, you telling me you've never had a GMF you over in radio? No, I. Uh, oh. I have some GMs I used to I used to hate, and oh, yeah. now. No, you wait. Don't waste your time. I don't waste my time on it. Also. I don't know if I ever got screwed over because I don't know if I ever got enough money to be screwed <laughs> well, over. Yeah, there you go. Like, I just never got a chance to not be screwed. I got a guy hired over at the queue. I had known him for years. They did not want to hire him. Mm-hmm. I said, come on. I worked with him before. He's a good guy. Uh, you know, you should hire him. So they hire the guy. You know what the first thing he did was? What? Tried to talk them into cutting my pay. I'm not kidding. They didn't do it, of course. Yeah. But I looked at the, I listen to you, cross-eyed fat bastard. I brought you in here, and I'll take you out. You got it? What an asshole. And you'll never see it coming because yeah, you of your terrible see. eyesight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your terrible vision. <laughs> no, I, I just, how do you sit at home and go, boy, isn't that great? A guy did me a huge favor, and then I screwed him over. How, do you, how are you happy with yourself? I don't know. You know, I got through it. I've had plenty of people step up. Well, like I said, you know, coming back to Hubbard was a huge thing for me because this is where I started and this is where I want to finish. So great things. I'm not a victim. I'm not saying I was victimized by people. I I was a victim to myself. I trusted scummy bastards. I didn't know they were scummy bastards at the time. But I put that on myself and I moved forward because while they're starving or dying, I'll just be still working. I'm very happy. Right? There you go. So screw you people. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.